Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Now, I'm not saying he should have killed her, but I understand. What's up, Johns? Welcome to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. Last week, I did that intro, but I forgot to say show. I just said the vainly titled Danny Palmer. Like, my name isn't vain in and of itself. Only my actions by creating a podcast. All right, you're recording a podcast. I want you to come over in the bed. This is actually right. I can't, baby. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. It's fun. You're right. It is fun. Yeah, kids. Uh, the old solo pod has returned. I never know if the sound is too high. I think, I think it's all right. It's all right. Maybe it's a little loud. I'm going to turn it down just a smidge. You know, in case you're wondering to yourself, is this podcast recorded recently? Is it fresh? It is fresh. And you know how I can prove that? Because the Texas Rangers are playing the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series. I wouldn't have known that unless I recorded this on Tuesday night because that Diamondbacks game had not been decided. And no one cares, Danny. Most of your women, most of your women, most of your listeners appear to be women. Don't give a green goddamn about the fucking baseball score, dude. I'm not saying that no women care about baseball but most women i would argue don't really care about baseball it's just the way it is and i respect it women have have bigger have bigger fish to fry like they're smarter than that you know what i mean am i adjusting the volume as i'm recording i am and it's fine all is well with the world i was thinking about uh starting the pod i like to do kind of interesting like like different things when i start the pod i was gonna do this the chris rock joke about like uh now i'm not saying he should have killed her but I understand. <laughs> Saying I understand in that tone of voice is very fun to me. Okay. Honey, you can't just mention other people's punchlines and act as though that's content for your podcast. You're right, babe. I, I got to quit doing that. Write your own jokes, you fucking hack. Hey, that's so rude. You're supposed to be supportive of me. I was dating this girl in Atlanta the first, uh, like early on when I first started doing stand up. And after like the second or third show, I think I was like kind of scared to keep going. And she was like, you're going to bomb. Like it's unavoidable that you're going to bomb at some point. And I was like, God damn it, Kat, I guess you're fucking right. And she was right. Oh, I, oh, I bombed. Don't you fucking worry, Kat. All right. On to this week's content. Here we go. Got some nice feedback as always. I do feel like most, I don't know if it's most of the listeners of this podcast are women, but most of the feedback that I get are from women. And if a dude says something, I'm just like, dude, whatever. <coughs> I sneeze. Should I cut that out? I'm going to listen to it and see if I should cut it out. Hold on. I listened to it and I should probably cut it out, but I decided not to. <laughs> dude, sneezing is natural. When you scuba dive, when you take scuba diving lessons, they tell you like you're the regulator, the thing that's in your mouth, like no matter what you do, you just do it into the regulator. So you like, you breathe. If you have to spit, if you throw up, you just do it all into the thing. It's just like whatever you're doing normally, just do it into the thing. You know, if you're recording a podcast and you got to sneeze, you just sneeze into the fucking mic, kid. That's all there is to it. Anyways, uh, a nice listener said the latest episode was great. The feeling your emotions bit was hit a little too close to home. I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's personal. But yeah, you know, like feeling your emotions are uh, the thing you got to do. But it's also very tough to do. So that's, um, yeah, you know, fucking life, man. Maybe it would be better if we could just be robots, dude. I don't want to fucking feel my emotions, bro. I just want to party. I just want to do ecstasy and look at the moon. <laughs> and then uh, last week, my brother Ben Palmer, the funny comedian, Palmer Trolls, he was on and we were talking about, uh, I said this quote from Zorba the Greek called I Am the Whole Catastrophe. 
and he did, there was this pause and Ben goes, who's Zorba the Greek? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to look up who Zorba the Greek is after the pod and put it in the show notes. And then I just didn't do that. So, okay. Really devoted to my listeners. Okay. Listen, it's a lot of work. All right. I don't have a fucking producer. I don't have a Jamie. I don't have anybody. It's just me. It's just Danny. That's it. But you know what? The reason, I mean, the fact that it's just me is probably also the reason this podcast has been going on for so long. So I guess I can't complain too hard. I wonder if my neighbors think I'm crazy because I record a podcast that's like 1130 at night, but I don't know. I feel like it's a good time to do it. You know, get all your other shit done. Make your little chicken and rice dinner. Clean up. Nobody wants to go to bed with chicken and rice out, dude. Clean that shit up and then record your pod, John, dude. Speaking of podcasting, the uh, publisher of my podcast or platform, whatever you call it, Buzzsprout, they sent this like weekly newsletter and I try to read it. You know, sometimes there's good stuff in there. Um, Last week it said, the hard truth is that the best way to get better at podcasting is by publishing new episodes. Don't let perfection be the excuse that leads to procrastination. Very true. You know, true in all walks of life. Okay. I like when I just read something and I'm like, oh, that's, that's true on a broad scale, dude. You got to feel your emotions. And then I just move on. Wow, Danny. You're, is this, are you Oprah? You're such a genius. Not really. Ain't. Um, dude, I got this seal wig for Halloween. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, 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 I got to figure out how the bow. I don't know how this works, dude. I just wanted this, the wig to come in the thing. And then it's like the black and white, half black, white. I'm sorry, half black hair, half white hair. And then there's a bow on top of it. You know what she does. But the bow doesn't connect, and I can't make the bow connect, and I don't know how to do that. So now I'm going to take this fucking Sia wig into my job where there's glue. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I can't just order some glue. Are you crazy? No, not, not in these, not in this neck of the woods, pal. And then the marketing material. I'm sorry if I said this before. I don't think I did, though. The marketing material for the Sia wig, it goes, um, we know you like cheap thrills, but why settle for cheap wigs? Ah. And Sia said that wearing the Sia wig is like a head hug. And it is. Although, having a bunch of hair... I tried this wig on last weekend. Dude, having a bunch of hair all over your head and your neck and your forehead, that must be a real nightmare. So, like, women with long hair, like, I get it, dude. Fuck that shit, you know? I mean, I like it. I prefer it. So, you know, I'm not the one suffering. It looks nice, but I don't want to have long hair. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have none. My friend Caroline, she's a funny comic, and, like, whenever... uh. We hang out. I just hate hanging out with a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? Like, there's these comics. There are these comics that, like, they do this, like, annual uh, diner lunch in, like, Astoria. And it's, like, 19 dudes. I'm like, dude, I don't want to go to that lunch. Like, even if I was invited, I would think, I- I'm just, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I'd rather not have a real comedy career than have to sit through a 19-dude lunch at a diner in Astoria. Can we get some women around, you know? So my friend Caroline knows that I'm like that. And she's like, I will try to, she goes, I'll do my best. I'll try my best to keep the number of men down. <laughs> Cause I was going to go meet her out somewhere. I'm like, yeah, just not too many dudes, please. Okay. Uh, my brother, Ben, I've already mentioned him. He was in Nashville at a bar. I don't know, it's a bar of, I think it's a music venue that Jack White owns in Nashville. And Jack White was at the venue when he was there. And it just made me think back to Music Midtown, like fucking 2005 or 2006 or something like that. And the White Stripes are playing. And Meg, God love her. Listen, I'm not trying to be like pervy, but dude, she was not wearing a bra. <laughs> and then she was just on this giant screen all day, just banging away in the drums. And, you know, I'm a guy, dude. And there was like these big uh, screens that had just had close ups on her. for, And I was just like, you know, obviously high, obviously drinking and just being like, I'm in love with Meg. I'm in love with Meg. And then 
me and Ben were talking about like whether or not they're still married. I'm like, I don't think they are. Yeah, they broke up in the year 2000. And he was there with his new current wife, Olivia, something. So like that probably would have been good to bring. Hey, my brother Danny was like staring at your ex-wife's boobs for a while in 2006. He's like, dude, stop talking to me. I started watching uh, Succession on HBO. I'm only like one episode in. And because uh, I watched like the first episode of season four or something. And that probably obviously is not the best way to start watching it. But one of the characters I thought said something really funny on the pilot. They go, he goes, words are nothing. Maybe it's the second episode. He goes, words are nothing. They're complicated airflow. <laughs> Dude, that is definitely not true. I mean, I guess that's partly true. I mean, technically speaking, from a physics, science, biological, anatomical perspective, I guess that is the case. But, you know. You say, t- tell me words aren't nothing. Well, I mean, obviously he's an idiot. So that was the point of it. But just walk into a crowded bar and start um, screaming insults at people and come back and let me know how, how words aren't nothing, dude. By the way, I love saying that, even though I'm not really like saying anything confidential. It's just fun to say out of nowhere. By the way, I was watching uh, an interview that Eric Andre had on uh, Howard Stern. He said a friend of his is a drug scientist and that drug scientist friend told Eric that the two most dangerous drugs are alcohol and heroin. I mean, I was like, okay, I mean, heroin, I definitely get, I I guess, I guess I get alcohol too. So does that mean it's preferable to just do like shrooms and weed and Coke and just never drink booze or touch heroin? And then you'll live a long booze, shrooms, Coke life, dude. Is that the move kid? By the way, Boo Shrooms Coke Life, that sounds like a pretty fine episode title to me. I went back and listened like two years ago when I first started doing the solo pods, and I called them story time. I mean, it's like, dude, what are you doing, Danny? But it's good. You shouldn't look back on your old episodes or your old achievements, your old jobs, your old college papers, and think, oh, that's the person that I am. No, we should all be like moving past that shit and looking back on your earlier self and making fun of them. All right. Oh, this is a little fun, interesting stat I picked up today. Um, it was an article about like remote work since the pandemic and how that's like altered life and stuff. Um, it says there could be an unexpected bonus. A study in Britain showed that burglaries declined nearly 30% in areas with high rates of working from home, which the researchers attributed to the increase of eyes on the street, quote unquote, in those neighborhoods. That's kind of interesting. I guess you can't break in and steal stuff as readily when people are home. So that's good. Stay home. No one's going to break in. If they do, you'll be like, dude, it's fucking 2 p.m., bro. How much heroin and alcohol have you done, my friend? Uh, Another thing I read recently is that half of your baseline mood is genetic. Uh, Arthur Brooks is, I think he like runs the Harvard Happiness Lab, and he was uh, mentioning that quote on, uh, on this podcast. I think it's called the Happiness Lab podcast. But that, I mean, that does kind of make sense. Half is genetic, you know? So if somebody's like depressive, like super depressed, does that mean you can go up to them and be like, listen, this is 50% under your control, man. Get it together. Obviously not. It's a joke. Honey, don't make jokes like that. It's inappropriate. All right. I'm just fucking making a joke. Well, it's not nice. All right, fine. I'm sorry. I take the joke back. It wasn't even a joke. She was just stupid. Well, don't make stupid comments in your podcast. You're alienating your listeners. All right, fair, hon. I love you. I love you too. Okay, okay. Um, this is a quote I've had from for a while. This guy, Les Brown, I forget who he is, doesn't matter. Um, he was talking about how on your deathbed, you'll have ghosts around you that represent your unfulfilled potential. These, well, these ghosts are ideas you've never acted on, talent you didn't use, 
And they're going to be angry, disappointed, and upset. They're going to be angry. They're going to be like, you could have brought us to life. And now we have to go to the grave together. So how many deathbed ghosts will be around your bed? And what can we do in the meantime, between now and that inevitable day, to, 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 you know, to will those ghosts out of existence through our actions? That's kind of beautiful. So... I guess that's why I'm doing comedy. But then I'm like, ah, well, you're doing comedy. Where's your kids? Where's your bur- suburban life, kid? You don't even have a garage, Danny. Oh, is that what you're supposed to get in life? A garage? Wow, what an inspirational piece of shit you are. All right, all right. Aren't you tired? It's fucking 11.45 p.m., hon. I'm right here in the bed. It's two feet from me. I can't help but listen to your drowning voice about some stupid quote from 1994. All right, Jesus Christ. I'm fucking your friend. All right, I know you are. All right, that little skit has ended. Uh, my girlfriend has fallen asleep now. So, um, dude, I, I I tried to read. Like, when I first moved to New York, I would read all these comedy interviews. I loved it because when I was working at Ann Taylor, I couldn't, like, watch a comedy interview video because I'd be like, Danny, you can't just watch TV while you're supposed to be doing your job. But I could read on my lunch break with my office door closed. And so I would do that. And so I've I've read a ton of comedy interviews. And I read one recently. And like, you know, I'm sure this guy was just trying to do the right thing and like answer the questions. But like, I just hate when people have this like, like ponderous, like, like they're just this mystical, really deep thinkers. They were like, what, what is your style of comedy? And he was saying like, you know, I just, it's really kind of like introspective and personal and neurotic. And I just, I can't even really describe it. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, 80% of comedians um, have like a similar approach to comedy. It's not insanely unique and impossible to describe that you're neurotic and, and, you know, kind of run through a bunch of ideas in your head. And I, I, I just, I, I just, I feel like there's this ego to like, I don't even know how to describe what I am, man. My artistic self is just, it's too nebulous to be pinned down. No, it's not. You're a fucking loser. That's not nice, honey. I thought you were bad. I woke back up because you're being mean. Fair. It's delusions of grandeur. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about here. You know, it's like, and then I could just see like this, com- this comedy interviewer from whatever publication it was, just like listening to this guy, like drone on about his like, deep thoughts quote unquote and just like kind of silently lusting for a different assignment at the newspaper like you know what maybe they could shift me over to metro just like covering local murders and burglaries and stabbings would be preferable to listen to this blowhard overly explain his <laughs> fucking simple thoughts dude all right danny all right i did have uh <laughs> i was about to talk about personal growth after i'm just like super mean to somebody i don't even know um but I was thinking about how like, you know, I'm in my 40s now and like, how have I progressed and learned over the course of my adult life? And I feel like I, 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 I have been able to pin it down a little bit or just like put a contract around it. Am I being like that fucking door comic? No. Um, like in my 20s, I feel like I didn't feel my feelings. I would just like push them away, but then just react with like anger or hurt or sadness like immediately in the moment. So not really feeling, but reacting and then not you know, coming back towards dealing with the feelings later. And then in my thirties, you know, I went to therapy a little bit and I was like, all right, you got to feel Danny. You can't not feel your emotions or else they're just going to stay inside you bottled up until they are released at a later date when it's not healthy. So then I was like, so I actually would, I would feel my feelings. And then sometimes I would react in the moment too. 
and you know i would get angry sometimes not that often but like once a year you know but then when i get angry i feel like my close friends are like oh my god what the fuck because i'm usually not like that so then when i do speak in a short terse way and get mad i think it hurts people's feelings more than it would if i was you know kind of a borderline dick all year i don't know maybe i'm being too uh, nice to myself there or whatever but but now that I'm in my 40s, or not even because of the age, but yeah, I guess because of the age and the experience, you know, I feel now, I'm not that I'm perfect. We always have growth and I, there's plenty of things that I can learn, but I feel like I've gotten better at, hey, something happened to me. I'm feeling this emotion, but I'm able to say, okay, I do feel this emotion. Maybe it's legitimate. Maybe I'm completely justified and validated in feeling that emotion, but I'm not going to react to it in the moment i'm going to like set my computer down i did this like last week or something at work it wasn't super major but it did get under my skin i was like all right i'm kind of pissed off and i could just like you know dash off a slack to my boss or my work friends and then you know interrupt their day and with my angst or i could just like step away from my computer think about something else focus on other stuff and then like obviously i'm going to go back and revisit this feeling and this emotion but not for the next few hours or maybe I'll wait till tomorrow. And then by doing that, I think that that's the obviously the superior approach of the three of don't feel and react, of feel and react sim- kind of almost simultaneously. But the best, for me anyways, has been feel the feelings, but delay the reaction, which is different than don't feel, you know? Okay. Anyways, there we go. Yeah. You know, you can feel, but don't respond in the height of, of the height of your emotions. I noticed another situation where like, I don't want to get into the details. I don't blow anybody up that I'm that I know. But you do some like comedy thing with like booking a show and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't this happen? I wanted this to happen. It didn't happen. You know, I could have like expressed my irritation to this person or whatever. But that, they totally had a valid point or whatever, and it didn't really matter. And then like I just let time go by. And now that person and I are like good friends, and we talk all the time. We do each other's. Show. It's like there's, there's just if you just wait, wait it out. Things can get much better. You know. Wow, I didn't think I, w- I would have uh, a lot of content this week. And turns out I have a pretty good amount of content. All right, that's good, Danny. That's good. Actually, I've only got a couple more things left here. Um, I My favorite uh, Farnham Street blog. Every Sunday, the newsletter comes out. I found some cool stuff on that uh, this past week. So Charlie... Monk, no, wait. Warren Buffett. This is what he said about um, identifying what matters. He says, write your obituary and try to figure out how to live up to it. Oh boy. That's kind of an interesting idea. When I read that, I was like, you know what? I guess I'm going to do that. I'm going to write my obituary. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so sad. But then it's like, okay, if you have X number of years left, if you're lucky, like how many things can you do in those X years? Maybe I will do it. Maybe I will. Who knows? You're not going to do it. You're just going to go to bed and jerk off. All right, fair, hon. Um, and then this other guy, Charlie Munger. Who's Charlie Munger? You know what? I'm going to look this up. Hold on. I'm looking up who the fuck Charlie Munger is, dude. Oh, he's an old white dude. Wow. How inspiring. <laughs> he's the vice chairman of uh, Berkshire Hathaway with Warren Buffett. I figured he was some kind of business, dude. Um, they interviewed him about achieving success. He said, it's so simple. You spend less than you earn, invest shrewdly, avoid toxic people and toxic activities. All this is simple. Try to keep learning all your life. And do a lot of deferred gratification. If you do all of those things, you are almost certain to succeed. And if you don't, you'll need a lot of luck. And you don't want to need a lot of luck. You want to go into a game where you're very likely to win without having any unusual luck. I like that. I like those approaches. Spend less than you earn. Good luck on Manhattan, pal. 
investor. He lives in Omaha. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, so he's a super billionaire. Invest shrewdly. Toxic people, toxic activities. Like, how do you define toxic activities? You know, I assume that means like drinking a ton, alcohol and heroin, of course, uh, eating healthily, just being mean. <laughs> That's a toxic activity. Try to keep learning all your life. I love learning. It's so fun. It's fun to learn. A lot of delayed gratification. That's good. Okay. And then another quote from that newsletter, it said, being single is be- is better than being in a toxic relationship. Being in a great relationship is better than being single. Ooh, I really like that. I was like, you know what? That's true. That's why I should try a little bit harder to find a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. I'm in bed right behind you. Apparently, I'm very close to the mic because I speak right away. I know, hon. You have that deep, raspy voice. It's hot. I know you love it. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I didn't even finish that quote. Sorry. Being in a great relationship is better than being single. The right partner puts everything else in easy mode. Easy fucking John Kid. All right, there we go. That's the end of this podcast for this week. Uh, Black Cat LES, my weekly show. I have a friend from Germany coming in next month. She's going to go. It's going to be great. Thanks, Marissa. I said your name. I think that's fine. Um, And then also it's going to be like super sick and fun. Last week was the most packed that Black Cat has ever been. Like it was so packed that I had to like stand on the stairs to the basement to just poke my head into the room and be part of it, which is crazy. And this dude even passed out. <laughs> I feel like that's how you know you've you've got a good comedy show going when someone passes out, dude. <laughs> so anyways, uh yeah, you know. Oh, also um I'm gonna be on uh Julio Galrati's podcast, Oops again, uh sometime in the next couple weeks. I'll let everybody know when that comes out, that much bigger, much more successful podcast. I'm opening for him in Tampa, Florida, actually in St. Pete, Florida. November, I can say that because I grew up there. It's not offensive if I say Tampa instead of St. Pete because I'm from there. (laughs) Um, November 10th and 11th at uh, Coastal Creative in St. Pete, both nights. I think on the Saturday night, it's a second location. That's a secret. Oh, I guess that's Veterans Day. Look at that. Look at that, kids. Yeah, so that's fun. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the Danny Paul. Oh, dude, if I let this go on for another minute, then this podcast will be episode will be eligible for uh, commercial inserts. <laughs> but the commercial inserts aren't really paying much. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, we're going another minute, kids. Fucking strap the fuck in, dude. <laughs> I don't like I really don't make much money. Um, hardly at all on ads to this podcast. But then like, you know, you got to think like what in like incremental growth, right? So I'm like, okay, you're not making a ton on ads for this pod today, but that doesn't matter, Danny. All that matter, you I wasn't making any money at all on ads, you know, three years ago. Now I'm starting to make a little. So just look at that positive upward trajectory and growth path, Palmer, and and get a better fucking attitude. You need to improve your attitude, hon. You're right, babe. Fuck, 20 seconds, dude? Do you guys have an Apple mouse? <laughs> I got an Apple mouse. It's kind of sick. But then my friend got a trackpad at work and she said the trackpad. She, she's like, well, I like the trackpad better. And I'm like, should I have gotten a fucking trackpad, dude? So now I'm looking at this beautifully crafted Apple mouse like, dude, maybe I should get a fucking trackpad. Who cares? Charlie Munger can buy a fucking trackpad factory, dude. Wow. 23 minutes. There you go. The ad revenue is going to be rolling in, nearly approaching a dollar total. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a good week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.